Welcome to the Habits and Hustle podcast, a podcast that uncovers the rituals, unspoken habits, and mindsets of extraordinary people. A podcast powered by Habit Nest. Now here's your host, Jennifer Cohen. So hi, Ryan. Thank you for... Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast, Habits, Habits and Hustle. This is... Yes. Technically, this is our first... Uh, Pod, sec, actually, our second podcast um, while we've been quarantined and um, basically uh, staying at home. And so we've had some technical difficulty and the first time. So hopefully this time will be better. So thank you for being patient. Yes, and of course. Thanks for having um, me. Of course. It's great to have you. So, Ryan, so let's start with the obvious, which is now that the Olympics... Oh. Geez, what happened here? Um, well, well, now that the Olympics has been canceled, what happens now? Like, is it, are you happy that you have another year to train or are you kind of like bummed because now you're thinking, oh shit, I have another year. I have to be training this hard for like, what's your, what's your take on this? Whole well, thing? I mean, um, when we first found out about it, I was kind of upset just because, I mean, I've been training for four years. Well, actually for right. me, it was more like two um, but I was just put a lot of hard work and I was ready. My body was ready. My mind was ready and I was ready to go and crush, which was hopefully, hopefully my fifth Olympics. And then they said it was getting postponed. And I was just like, I was just really bummed just because that means I have another full year of training and getting yeah. back ready, getting my mindset back. And it was just, it's a lot. And especially for me at the age of 35 and I'll be 36 in August. So I'll be 37 going into the next Olympics. Wow. And that's really unheard of in the sport of swimming. <laughs> yeah. No, you're now, yeah. You're, you're getting up there for sure. Um, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's another thing I had to start thinking about and being like, well, can my body handle it? Um, and everything. Cause the training that I do here, yeah, University of Florida is just—it's intense. I want to get. That's what. Okay, can Very you talk intense. about that? I want to know how, what are you guys like to get to the level, of course, that you like. You're like, aren't you the number two uh, most, uh, the, the best, second best swimmer in, of all time, basically according to like the Olympic medals and all that stuff behind Michael Phelps? Is that yeah. still right? Yeah. So. I mean, to even get close to that level, right? The the training, the mindset, the discipline, it had like what goes into it? Can you like just give me like a day in the life of like what a training regiment looks from? Like from a from a physical standpoint, from a mental standpoint, like what do you what happens? Um, so basically you're waking up around seven, seven thirty getting breakfast, going to the pool and you swim for about two to two and a half hours, which you do anywhere is about, well, for me, I do anywhere is about four to five um, miles. Okay. In that practice of swimming. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards I go to weights, which is anywhere. I do a, lo- a lot of Olympic lifting, um, cardio, a lot of abs, um, stuff like that. Uh, I do that for like an hour, hour and a half. Then I go home. If I'm able to take a nap, I take a nap. And then I go back to afternoon practice. Um, in the afternoon from like two to, no, about three to, 
three to seven. And I do another uh, four to wow. five miles of swimming. So, I mean, so if you is do that, it out of the what, week, like what point I'd does that happen? Are you doing that the whole time or? Yeah. Um, from Monday to Saturday, I practice in the swimming pool nine times. And each time I swim, it's about four to five miles. And I do weights three times a week and abs and cardio three times a week. So if you put that all together, it's about 40 hours, 30 to 40 hours of training a week. But are you doing that like leading up to the train, uh, leading up to the uh, Olympic training? Or is it like, what is, what does it look like on just to kind of maintenance? Cause that sounds to me like that would be something, or are you doing that like all year round? I'm doing that pretty much all year round. Wow. Um, if there's like a, a month before the Olympic trials or the Olympics, I start tapering down. So I'll start doing less yardage and less weights and just kind of cleaning up um, certain things. Um, but for the most part, it's just grinding day in, day out. That's like, okay. So, I mean, I have a bazillion questions for you just from like the, the ability to kind of stay disciplined with that stuff, because yeah. you, doesn't it get boring ever? Like, oh, here I go again. And I got to swim again. I got to go to the way. Yeah. If you're doing that to that level, that many hours a day, I mean, that's basically more than half of your day between sleeping and that that's, that's basically it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, as a, yeah. Uh, what kind of cardio are you doing? Like, um, I, I thought swimming was cardio. It is, but I mean, we do, we do stuff outside the pool. Like, I like taking Caden, uh, my son, uh, play basketball, like stuff like that. Uh, we go on family bike rides, um, just anything like that. Just because if I just thought about swimming, just did swimming day in, day out, like I would quit swimming. I need to be doing something else. And luckily, I have two beautiful children that just keep me going all right, the time. So you're active with them. Yes. Right. So um, I think that's one of the hardest things, especially um, being my age and um, being a father is you don't have the luxury of like, Oh, I'll just, you know, take a nap right now, or I can just go get a massage. I can just do this and like have my quiet time. And you don't get that. I know. And, I have two uh, kids. I get it. Yeah. It's very, um, frustrating at times, but I mean, it's a, it's a blessing. I love it. Well, I mean, it sounds like your, your schedule is very hectic and I'm sure now with the training, well, now that we're like kind of quarantined, how are you training? Are you able to still practice and swim or like, what are you doing? Um, right now I am trying to stay sane. Yeah. <laughs> like most of us. Um, yes. It is. Uh, it's just, it's, it's insane. Um, swimming. There is no swimming. Cause they shut down every pool. So right now it's just a staying fit. Um, I have a bunch of weights in my on garage that I could still, and I get on um, weight programs from my weight coach so I can still do that. Um, and then, like I said, family bike rides a lot, family walks. Just yeah. 
doing um, doing a bunch of abs in the house, like you name it. I'm just trying to do everything. How do you stay motivated? I mean, not just now with the quarantine, but I guess overall, like to even do another Olympics now. Like, what is your motivation? What is? Let's start with like now. How are you? How are you? How are you staying motivated to train when we're locked in our house day in day out? I mean, there's not much. It's like it's like Groundhog's Day, and and it's very very easy to kind of like fall in the slump and then not have that motivation. Yeah. I guess what is your motivation? How do you well, get motivated? The thing that's keeping me going is you know my goals. Uh, I want right. to make my fifth Olympics and. And I want to get another gold medal. I mean, that is my biggest goal. And I want to do that. And I want to accomplish that. And I know if I fall short, um, I mean, I, at the end of the day, I don't want to have what ifs. Well, what if I just kept going and swimming? Would I have done it? Would I got my fifth Olympics? Would I got another gold medal? Um, I never want to say what if. So um, that is definitely one of my goals uh, that I want to do. That's what keeps me going every day and my family i want to do this for my family yeah that's a good reason and now let me go back from like a long time ago why swimming i mean i don't know much about like your family. like why swimming like why did you were you just naturally just faster than every other kid in the pool when you swam did you always love swimming what was like you know did were you not like what was your reason um i was actually not a good swimmer growing up I would get beat, I'd get beat by girls in practice and stuff. But really? I loved being in the water. Like I couldn't be having the worst day. But once I step foot in that water, everything just disappears. I'm just like happy. It's like my home. I'm like so calm. It's, I'm like – and everything in swimming kind of came easy to me because I was just – I had a natural feel for the water. So learning new techniques, learning new strokes or anything like that, it became really easy to me because I mean, I was just, I don't know. I was just one with the water, I guess. <laughs> so, so even though you weren't really, you weren't amazing in terms, you weren't like your girls were beating you. Like you said, you just yeah. liked it. And so you kind of stayed with it. It sounds like, and got better. Yeah, um, I mean, well, growing up, that. growing up, I did like every sport possible. Um, I was a better basketball player than I was a swimmer uh, growing up. Um, but, I mean, it just no other sport did did what swimming did to me. I mean, I didn't get good until my freshman year of college. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, so, you were, yeah, you were older I just already. Loved, I just loved swimming. And I loved the competition. Um. Because you can race every single moment in practice. Like you can race like every set, every practice. And then when you get to swim meets, it's like mano y mano. It's like who wants it more? And I love that excitement. And I think that's what even drove me further in the sport of swimming. So then what happened? So, so then like talk to me as if I know nothing about you because let's pretend I know nothing about you. Um, except, except like, you know, what most people know, right? But um, let's just say like, so, so here you are in your freshman year of college, you're becoming a better yeah. swimmer. Then what's the next thing? Like, how did it, how did it go from that to like being who you are today? Like what was the, what was the progression? 
Oh, wow. I can hear your kids. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, I'm just waiting, God. by the way. Any second now, my kid's going to start banging on my door, by the way. Just, just yeah. FYI. So that will happen. Oh, God. Um, so my freshman year, um, I was... Kaden, Kaden, go see mommy. <laughs> um, my freshman year, I was I was like five nine, a hundred and like fifty seven pounds. I was a real scrawny kid. And wow. <laughs> going into college, yeah. So I just had a natural feel for the water, a natural gift. My strokes were all pretty, and um, so University of Florida is a very hard university to like for training for swimming wise it's a very hard school because they do it's an old school it's like let's let's just grind 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 and um in my events that i was getting chosen for to go get a scholarship was the freestyle events and i was like the ninth or tenth fastest in the u.s for seniors out of high school so all these colleges were really looking at the nine or 10 faster guys than me. Right. So there was not many scholarships and I needed a full ride. Um, so at the last minute, everyone turned down University of Florida and the coach came and said, I have a full ride waiting for you. Like, do you want it? I was like, what? I'm packing my bags right now. I'm out of here. Wow. So I, signed the, I signed the scholarship and everything and went to Florida and it was um, I just remember one of my coaches at the time, he was like, all these colleges didn't want you. Like every time you go to the swimming blocks, like you have to like stick it to them just because like they didn't want you and you got to prove them wrong. Right, right. So when that happened, like I started, um, I started training a lot harder. Um, I grew like five inches. I went to six two. Um, a hundred and like ninety four pounds of muscle, and it was just oh I God. had a growth spurt, yeah. And after my freshman year, I was like, "Wow, like you know what? I think I can make a name for myself in this sport. Like I think I can do this." So I even went. Um, so going in my sophomore year was two thousand and four, and that was my goal was making the two thousand and four Olympics. But I had like the longest outside shot. But I mean, it was something that I wanted to do. And I just kept training, um, staying focused, um, you know, having fun um, and just getting better every day. And finally, in 2004, um, I had that opportunity and I, um, I made the, my first Olympic team and I got a gold medal and a silver medal at my first Olympics. I remember, I mean, I, re I remember you when I was like a little girl and you were like, the, like so cute, you know, like it was like, my, my, <laughs> that's what I remember, by the way. That's what I remember. I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a good swimmer. But you were like the cute, like the hot guy on the, on the team. And yeah. like you, you had like such a crazy trajectory, you know, like I remember yeah. Michael Phelps was Michael Phelps, right? Because, yeah. but like you weren't that like far away, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't that yeah. far, you weren't that far away, you know? Um, and like, I kind of, re I remember you were like, there was like a moment, like not a moment, like a big moment where that was like when the whole, you became like a huge, I wouldn't say like a sex symbol, but kind of, you were like on all the yeah. covers of the magazines. You remember, yeah. well, of course you remember all of this, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, 
<laughs> I mean, like that must have been like that must have been a wild moment for you. But I was going to before I just like went on and on about that was a long time ago. What? That was a long, was a long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> I know. Well, um, I mean, you can yeah. look exactly the same. Um, it was. Um, I started getting um, as like the rock star. You were, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like kind of my persona of just because I wasn't like a normal Olympian. Like a normal Olympian is like you think they train, they eat, they sleep, they do this. They're like a robot. They do this every day. Right. Like they have nothing else. Me, that was the complete opposite. Right. I was like, swimming is just a sport that I like to do. Like it doesn't define who I am. So like I did everything else possible. I was just crazy. Um, going out to I mean, party how, how, all night. And yeah, then I know. Like, like, can you hear me or no? Yeah. Oh. Okay. No. Go ahead. No. no I want to hear this. You're going to all the par- you're going to parties and I'm going to all these parties, all these red carpet events, um, but still training. Um, it was just, I was just being really foolish and not, but like really childish, but also like, I don't, well, before we even like talk about that stuff, whatever, like being foolish, whatever, but like, did this, you're kind of like an example in a way that like, is it more talent or is it more hard work or is it a combination in your part? Because if you were kind of like, it was like, yeah, 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 I swim, but I also do this, this. I'm also like a normal guy, you yeah. know, that doesn't just define myself by swimming. Now, the reality is like, as you said, most people who get to that level at that point, like that's all they're doing is they're, they're sleeping and they're yeah. swimming and that's it. So like, were you just, you said you weren't naturally like the best. Uh-uh. So how much of it? I had a train. Yeah. But how, how how much, in your opinion, is someone's talent versus their like work, like their discipline and their work ethic? I think in every, especially when you get to the Olympic level, you have to have some talent. No doubt in my mind, like you have to have some talent. Um, but for me, I have an ability to out train anyone. Um, it's I don't. It's something that I acquired. It's when like I'm swimming with like other, say I'm swimming with other people or working out with other people. And I know in my mind, like the people next to me, like they're just as tired and, and they're hurting probably just as bad. But like I dig down even deeper because there's always something more inside you. You just have to reach deep down inside and find it. And I'm, I was always able to reach deep down and pull it out and train even harder. So when I started getting really tired in practice. I'd reach deep down and go even harder. And I just kept pushing my body to limits that I didn't know I was capable of doing. So once I did this every day, it just became easy. And that's why I say like I put so much when I step my foot on that pool deck, it's business. And... I will joke around and practice and have fun, but when it comes to swimming, like I'm a, I'm a machine and I'm just so focused and I can, I can race anyone and it's just, any, anyone can do it. It's just, you have to just dig deep down inside you and find that extra something. So was Michael Phelps someone who gave you like, did he like ignite more like, did he keep you on point and keep you more competitive because you, did he push you more because of 
that? Or were you guys rivals? Like, what was your relationship? And did you know him before you guys were kind of like on a team together? Did you like know of him? Um, well, I knew of him just because he went to the 2000 Olympics and he was like a, a superstar yeah, at, well, yeah. at a young age. So I was like, holy crap, like I get to be on the same team as Michael Phelps. Like, this is awesome. And then once I started swimming the same events as him and I started, as the years went on, I started getting closer to him and closer to him and then finally beating him. Um, our rivalry became amazing and we help each other out. And he, I mean, if he was on here too, he'd say like, we want to be the same athlete as we are today. If it wasn't for us, because we helped each other out, we helped push each other because he wanted to beat me and I wanted to beat him. So going into practice every day in the back of our mind, we'd be like, I'd be like, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps, like, got to get him, got to get him. Right. So it was right. That extra little something. No, exactly. Me. And so like, but you guys, and then like, that must have been like a trip for you, like seeing him in the, in the Olympics and like looking at only knowing him as a superstar, not as like someone that you were, you know, a peer to. And mm -hmm. then, and then becoming not that far later, like actually, like you actually beat him a few times, you know what I mean? A bunch. And yeah. you guys were like neck to neck. Like that must've been crazy for you. Um, yeah. When it finally, well, I mean, I guess I always knew I was capable of doing it. That's just my mindset of going right. to every race. I know I can win just because of the work I've put in. Um, but when it finally happened, it wasn't like a shock. Um, actually, when it happened, I was a little bit disappointed because I thought I could go faster. Um, so, really? I mean, that's, that's, that's how I have to be. And that's how when you get to a certain point or a certain level in any career, like you have to, you can't stay consistent. You can't stay right there. You have to find ways to make yourself even better. And I think that's the hardest point when you do get like a gold medal or you break a world record is how can you get better because everyone else in the world is finding ways to catch you. Mm -hmm. So um, exactly. that is the hardest thing um, that once I was able to beat them, I was like, I got to be even faster. Like I can't think behind me. I got to keep thinking forward. Like what's next? Absolutely. So, what did he do? What was he, what did he say? Do you think he was like a little bit like, mm, like was he happy like, for you or not so much? I mean, I don't think he was ever happy. Like, I mean, no one I mean, is he ever was, happy to lose. I was going to say, like, not happy for you, but was he like, where to go? Like, if you guys are good friends, or is it more like, fuck? Like, I can't believe that just this guy no, just. It, uh, I mean, it's disappointing that if you lose, because it's like, I want to win. Well, right. But at the same time, it's not, we're Team USA. And Team USA just went one, two. So. Yes, he was um, a little upset that he lost, but at the same time, it's uh, Team USA won. So, I mean, it's good for our country. Yeah, but I'm sure he's more than a little upset. It's still yeah. like ego. I mean, yeah. you know, it's ego. And it's also like an individual. Like, I know Team USA, blah, blah. But it's also, it's, swimming is an individual sport, right? Like, you have your own records and everything like yeah. else. I would imagine that was kind of like a like a mind fuck a little bit, you know, when everyone's just revering you your entire life, to yeah. be like, you know, 
Um, I do eat like, by the way, you didn't really mention this earlier, but like, what is your diet then? Because I remember like he was saying how he, like he's eating like what, 10,000 calories. What do you eat daily to swim like that? When you're using that much calorie exertion, like what do you eat? Give me it. Like, what do you eat every day? When I was younger, I was eating about 8,000 calories a day. You now, too. Yeah. I'm 35. And if I <laughs> eat that, guess what? No, I'll be joining the belly flop competition. Like there's no <laughs> right, way right. in hell that I could know. So it's definitely something like I have to watch what I eat because, I mean, if I eat like a candy bar, like I'll see it. It's yeah. just. It's so much even with harder. all the swimming you're doing and all the exercise you're doing. Even even with all the swimming, it just it's your metabolism slows down so much as you get older, and it's a lot harder, especially if you gain the weight. It's a lot harder to take off. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I do mean, I know? I'm usually I'm usually probably eating around three thousand calories a day, three to four thousand. What so do you eat? What do you eat breakfast? What do you eat for breakfast? Breakfast, I'll have. Anywhere, a bagel with cream cheese and some fruit or um, a bagel. Yeah, just something little because I don't like eating so much before. And then I eat half practice and then I get a protein shake. Then I get eggs, potatoes, like pancakes. I go nuts. Is there like anything that like, what's your favorite? Like what's your go-to foods for like energy or just cause you like it? Like give me like something like kind of like what you ate today. What did you eat today for pizza? Okay. Uh, what did you eat for breakfast today? My, my go-to like pizza. I can have that any time of the day. Anytime. Yeah, me too. But like when you're in like, when you're like training hard and you're like with the Olympics, like what would you eat for breakfast? Like a bagel you said, and for lunch you'd have, it would be the same as you're doing now or yeah, what? Would, nothing, nothing, has, nothing has changed except I eat more salads than now than I did before. Hmm. Do you have any like health hacks? Like what do you do for like, I don't know. Do you have like supplements that you take or like healthy, whatever, like what you kind of like feels the things that you do to kind of keep you on point? Like there are a lot of people who are like, I wake up at five o'clock and I have to meditate or I have to write in a journal. No, or no, I have- no, no. I just, like I, I wake up and it's a new day every day. <laughs> yeah. So you have no struck, like, you have no like thing no. that like, you have ritual that you have to do. And I, that's why I say, like, I'm not like your normal Olympian because everyone is so, like, A, B, C, D, E. And I'm just like, ah, today's a D, today's A. Like, I'm all over the place. It's just I'm living my life. I'm not letting, like, swimming or anything, like, de- like determine on what I have to do. It's just I'm a father. I wake up play with the kids for a little, and then I go to practice. I swim my practice. I come home. I'm a father. So right. it's, uh, um, it's just every day is different. You sound like just like a regular guy that just, like you said, just happens <laughs> yeah. to swim sometimes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's it. Like, no biggie. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's go back to like all the other stuff. So when, you know, when you were kind of on that, trajectory and i remember seeing you on the cover of all these magazines and like you were like the hot thing like in fact actually i remember like even though michael phelps with michael phelps yeah yeah but i felt like you were kind of in a way like surpassing him a little because like 
I hate to say it, but you were cute, right? So brands yeah. wanted to like work with you, right? And you were like, do you remember when you colored, you had your hair was like white or silver? And yeah. it was like, it was like the biggest deal. Do you remember like the media? Yeah. Was, it was like on every like news, you know, station and media cover. Like, yeah. oh my God, why you know. color his hair? <laughs> do you remember? Yes. Yes, I do. And like, what? I mean, it was, um, and then I wore my grills on the podium of um, getting my gold medal. Right. It's just absurd things. It's but that's me. I, that was my personality, just being different. Um, but it, it worked for you, you know? And then of yeah. course, you know, like it, it worked for you and like it kind of like you brought personality to it beyond and like you were like being like sponsored by like everybody. I, I remember like you were like the golden, I, in a way, like the rock star golden boy. Yeah. And then of course that whole faux pas happened. Yeah. And then in, in Rio and then, I mean, I, I would imagine it must have been really difficult for you to kind of like find your way again when you were such a, you know, people like just revered you and you were like getting yeah. so many amazing offers yeah you know? i mean i think that was one of the most difficult things that i had to do was i mean like like you said i was like almost on top of the world um yeah. and then one um one instance i i was stupid and i made a mistake and it was so hard and i'm still trying to climb out of it out of that deep hole that i dug myself into um every day but i mean I, everything happens for a reason and maybe it was uh s someone saying like wake up and smell the coffee because i was starting to being like oh i'm on top of the world i can just do this i can do that blah 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 um and i had like no woman in my life really i was just like free for all i was just you know a playboy having fun Right. But I still don't get like, it. was such a stupid thing. Like, why? Yeah. it's crazy how something like you didn't kill anyone. It wasn't like a no. like a huge thing. Right. It was such it was a small incident. But yeah, I guess because you lied. But I mean, you were like you were like totally like taken over the coals for that. I, I remember. Yeah. And, and uh, but why? I want to know, why did you even do it? It's so stupid. It was such a stupid thing in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, it did, what was the point? No, uh, I don't. You got me. I don't know. It was uh, just me and a couple of guys letting off some steam. Like after we worked so hard, we got a gold medal and we were just going out on a night on the town and we got a little too sauced up and right. paid the consequences. Yeah. But if you just said that, why did it have to be a whole other thing? You know what I mean? Why couldn't it just be like, yeah, I got drunk and we all like party too much and then it would have blown over. Right. Yeah, well, when everything happened, I was still intoxicated at the point, at the time. I am. Because it happened the next morning. So, I mean, that's I was still under the influence, but that doesn't give a reason for me to do everything that I've done. So, I pay, the, I pay the price and, you know, every day I'm making myself better, trying to become a better man I, and I, just I a better I, human being. I just find it funny because not that's not funny. I find it funny that how people do such much more awful things than what you did. Yeah. And they get, they, they get, they get, um, excused much easier I feel than you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I can't, I, I mean, I've paid the price. I'm still paying the price. I'm still trying to uh, just move forward and, 
you know, I have a family now, so I just got to do my best to try to protect them. Um, and, you know, make my fifth Olympics. Um, cause that's one of the things I wanted to teach my children is, you know, in life, you're going to get knocked out a lot and it's how you get back up is how, what's going to define you as a person. And me, <laughs> I've been knocked down too many times and, right. but I'm still up and I'm still fighting. And that's what I want to, um, teach them is, you know, we're a fighter and I'm still going. More from our guests, but first a few words from our sponsors. So we all need a break now and then, right? And now probably more than then, for me anyway. And that's why I love that I have Best Fiends puzzle game on my phone because this game is not just so fun to pass the time with, but it keeps my brain active, which I always like. I also love the fact that I can compete against my husband, my family, but now like literally all of my friends are now hooked to this game. This is one of those games that once you start, it's really hard to stop. They're constantly updating it so you never get bored and then you can collect all these little fiends and slugs. It's great. I tend to see myself play, I, I keep on playing the game when me and my husband at night try to find a movie or something to watch and it can take like literally 45 minutes to do that. So I just play Best Fiends and it's a great way to pass that time. I'm telling you, if you want to be entertained, this is the way to do it. Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels, events, and characters added every month. It's literally hours of fun right at your fingertips. And you can even play offline. With over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. And now to our next sponsor. So are you looking for the perfect gift for your mom or another loved one? I know how difficult it is for me to always try to find the perfect Mother's Day gift. And that's why I'm so happy I found Skylight Frame. My mom lives really far away in Canada still. And me being in LA with my children, she never gets to see them as often as she wants. So this gift is a godsend. It's a touchscreen photo frame. And you can email photos to her and they appear in seconds. It's amazing. And my mom and me, actually, for that matter, are not very tech savvy. And it really makes it so simple for anyone to figure out and use. It's a really great gift if you want to feel close or if you miss your loved ones. It really has made my mom just so happy. And now it's a special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash HH and enter code HH. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame, just go to skylightframe.com slash HH and enter code HH. That's skylightframe.com slash HH. When you did the, your own show, was it like the reality show on, on E? Was that was <laughs> Okay. Another thing. Why did you do it? I don't understand why you said yes to that. Um, cause I was, it was something. I mean, who could ever say like, Oh, I had my own reality TV show. 
I mean, like, it's I just guess. it's it was something different. Um, the only thing I did not like is I had no control on what they put. Um, it was like in reality TV is not reality TV. Oh, it's I know scripted. that. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause we would do scenes and I would say something like, all right, well, let's redo this scene and let's you say it this way. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't say that, but I did it anyways. Mm-hmm. And so that's the piece they use. And I was like, wait, that's not me. Like what the hell? Oh. So this whole thing, I mean, but I mean, I mean, I had my own TV show. I met so many famous people because of it. Like it was pretty cool. Because of that, I thought you'd meet yeah. a million famous people just from your swimming career. I mean, that to well, me both, would be- both. But I mean, I got into a new era. Like I got into a new genre, like TV. That- so that was pretty cool. Because you also did another thing, didn't you? Do like Big Brother or was it? Hold on, I what did was Celebrity it? Big Brother. Oh, um, right I just did that like uh, two years ago, two oh, or three two years, years ago. Yeah. Okay. So I did that. That was really cool. I like that. You had a good experience with that? Yeah. How long are you there? Like, what's the process of that? I don't know. I got kicked out the second week. (laughs) Oh, you did? I was the second person to leave because I was a big threat because I was athletic. Really? Yeah. It's like a whole game. It's like a mind game thing, like in the house. So it's basically you're in a house, cameras all over the place, and... You talk to people, eat food, like that's all you do. And like they're watching your every move, basically. Every move. When you're sleeping, when you if you scratch your butt, like everything. They can see it. Are you they serious? There's like mirrors all around the house. So it's like you can walk up to the mirror and be like, are you in there? Are you in there? Like everything. Oh, my gosh. And so are you sharing a room with somebody? Like who are you sharing a room with? You share, you share a room with a bunch of other people. No, I know. Like, who did you share your room with? Like, um, the person I shared my room with, I was, um, who did I share my room with? Well, I can't even remember. Uh, Tom Green. Oh, he wow. was He was one of uh, my roommates in the beginning. Tom, um, you mean Tom Green, Kato, the, fun, the guy that yeah, from years fun, ago? Yeah. So Tom Green was in there. Uh, Cato Kalen. No way. Um... Ricky Williams, um, Jonathan Bennett, uh, Joey Lawrence. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Yeah. So like we had a good group. Those were just the guys. Like we had a good group. Uh, everyone had like a different personality. Um, there was a lot of drama that happened in, like on the girl side. Hold on. This is like, what do you mean? Hold on. Drama, you better say like, that again because you got, okay. This thing's like there's a lot of uh there was a lot of uh, drama. Yeah, I heard that on the girl side in the house. <laughs> like like what? <laughs> Which, Give me an example. Um, like, um so like there's this girl, Lola Jones, she was another Olympian. Yeah. So I knew her. Um and she didn't um something happened about her food. She and she flipped out being like, I'm an Olympian and I have to eat this certain way. And you guys are just messing this up for me and like just flipping out. And everyone was like looking at me being like, well, you're an Olympian too. You're not flipping out. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, don't ask me. I don't know. Are you kidding <laughs> like, me? 
Yeah, and then like she'd get in fights with like other girls on the like they all the production company almost had to come in the house and break it up because they were yelling at each other. Like, don't you, you don't you yell at me, bitch, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, what? There's gonna be a fight that's broken out. Like it it's crazy. Oh yeah, so girls are <laughs> girls are worse than guys, I think, in a lot of ways. They're catty, yeah. they're bitchy. I mean, I think I mean I, I would have been I would love to be a fly on the wall with that. No, it's yeah. So, it must have been hilarious. Did Kato Kalen give you any like you know dirt behind the scenes? No, like, no. Damn. We never really talked about anything outside. Um, yeah, it was just mostly like, what are you guys doing now? And like, what's up? Like, how's our things? And then it's like. Oh, you talk shit about me. What? I'm going to hit you. And I'm like, exactly. It's like oh, all that yeah. nonsense. Yeah. And then how much do they pay you to be in the house? Um, it was like 125000 just to sign up for it. And then, so is everyone making different amounts, right? Like they're, yeah. and then, as, but that's guaranteed. You, yeah, that's guaranteed is if you keep going, you get more money. So the longer you last, the more money you oh, make. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so how much could you make if you like make it to the end? I think it was a little over 300,000 or something. If you make it to the end. Yeah, I think so. And you get yeah. extra like 50 grand for charity and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah. So you do it again if they asked you again? No. No. <laughs> How about okay, I, how don't, about, I don't like the whole mind game that people play in the house. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be really nice to you. So you tell me like you want to team up with me, but then really I'm already teamed up and I'm going to backstab you. Like, I don't like that at all. God, it sounds, it sounds awful to me, to be honest. Yeah, like, uh, and like, well, and I was, a, I was able to say I did it and it was cool. I got some uh, good friends out of that show so that I still talk to and hang out with. Who? Who do you still talk uh, to? Jonathan Bennett. Who's that? Should I know who that is? Jonathan um, Bennett? He's an actor. He was um, on Mean Girls. Oh, God. That was like a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. A long um, time him ago. And like Joey Lawrence. Oh, my. From, from uh, Blossom. Yes. And, yes. Oh, my God. What is he doing these days? I, just, I don't know. He's like he really wants to become the next Batman. Are you are you serious? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think you have a better shot at that, you know, than he does. But but why is that? Just like his all time, no, just his, like, yeah, childhood dream. Yeah, to do that. Oh well, so, good luck. But yeah, I mean, I still talk to them um, all the time, so they're good friends. That's nice. And then why yeah. did you do Dancing with the Stars? Was it also like you're trying to like dig yourself out of that hole? And uh, you're just kind of... No, I chose to do Dancing with the Stars before I went to the Olympics. Oh, was that before? So, but, no, I did Dancing with the Stars after the Olympics in 2016. Yeah. But I agreed that I was doing it after, before the Olympics started. So before the whole Rio incident yeah. happened. Oh, you, you already agreed to it? Yeah. Really? How come? Just, just, it was, I like doing things that challenge me and that are different. And yeah, yeah. definitely taking a fish uh, out of the water is definitely very cha challenging. So I was like, let's try it. 
And how, so did you like the experience or? It was the hardest training I've ever done. I would have trained one year of swimming before doing two weeks of dancing. It was really? eight hours every day, nonstop on like, because swimmers like bodies are like hunched over. Yeah. Like this is like how we make our swimming body. And right, that's right. It makes sense. And then dancing, it's like the complete opposite. It's like posture open. and like yes, open on your toes and tights and like it. Yeah, it was hard. Hold. Oh, and did you actually that. do it? Did you train that much every single day? Yeah. Yeah, I had what? to. I had to learn the dances. I basically had to learn how to walk. So, how long did you last on that show? I made it till you know, there was 12 weeks and I made it to eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so how did they lure you in? Like how much did that, how much does a show like that pay someone like you to go on the show? Cause at that it's point about, you didn't have. It's about yeah, the same ahead. as the big brother. And like at that point, you kind of like you said yes, mostly because you wanted to try it, because yeah. a lot of times people go on that show when they have a redemption to be made, you know, to kind of like be seen yeah. or, you know, but you really honestly just did it because you wanted to yeah, have the was, experience. Like, yeah, it was something different. It would have been I fun, but I'm like, shit, that wasn't so much fun. It was hard. I'm, I'm, I'm dancing, surprised. Dancing is hard. The hardest. It's really I agree. Hard. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't do the celebrity uh, apprentice. Did they ask you for that too? No. Oh, okay. No. Would you do that one? That seems like another one of these things. No? <laughs> no, no. I think I'm done doing those kind of shows for a while. <laughs> okay. Well, you never know. Okay. So, what do you what are you kind of doing now? Like, are you doing any kind of? I mean, because I did see you one more thing before I get into any of that. I saw you. Um, I was in the hotel and I saw you on that CNBC or um, MSNBC show with A-Rod and A-Rod was. Yes, with A-Rod. What, what was it? Is it CNBC or M what, what, is that? Was that what it's? Yes. Like? Yeah. Okay. And um, he was supposed to like help you figure out your life, you know, your finances yeah. or your business life and all um, that. Yeah. I did the, I did the A-Rod show, which. I mean, it was, it was good. Um, and everything, uh, has he changed your life? Is he mentoring you financially? No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I think it was only just for that show. Yeah. I think fig I figured as much. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I did the show, but now, now I'm working with this, uh, new company called Pinata. And oh, okay. it's, yeah. So Pinata is like a visionary company that's on a mission to change like how the world thinks about rent. Cause I mean, everyone fuck hates paying rent and it's just a hassle. It, especially me being like, I've rented for so long that I know what it is. And it's basically Pinata is like committed to making rent uh, smarter and making it like rewarding. So uh, basically if you use pinata, you can earn rewards. Like, you know how, if you go to a hotel or yeah. you use your sky miles, like you earn rewards. Yeah. Um, so they're doing, it's a platform that they're doing for renters. So you use pinata and you can start earning rewards and start getting expenses paid off your rent. I mean, so who for, wouldn't want that? 
No. So yeah, that sounds great. So basically someone like if I was someone who was renting, Mm -hmm. if every time I pay my rent, I would get uh, a reward of some kind every time I pay my rent. That's amazing. Especially now with everyone like having to be quarantined and not being able to go to work. Yes. So they're basically telling people if they pay their rent, they'll help them with some kind of reward or bonus. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. I mean, it's so, it's amazing what they're doing and what they want to do is, uh, they're doing, um, especially with this, uh, COVID-19, um, they're doing a rent relief program that's letting landlords, um, nominate a tenant who especially deserves like a breakthrough their, um, rent pay because Mm -hmm. you know how people can't go to like work and it's so hard to pay rent. So the tenants, um, the landlords are picking or nominating a tenant and mm-hmm. we're going to pay their rent for a whole month. So, okay. So like if I was a, if I was a landlord, I can say Joe Blow is a really good yes. tenant and he deserves. He to- deserves to have his rent paid free and we pay it for a full month. Oh, that's like, wow. How many people are you guys picking to do this with? I don't know. Uh, they have to sign up on the, uh, on the website. You have to, if you go to the website, um, you can sign up on it. That's a great and thing to define. What's, what's the website? Tell tell us because I think that's a really timely thing for now. Yeah, it's it's uh, pinata AI. No, yes, AI. Pinata AI. Pinata AI. I'll Google it now. Okay. That's also, amazing. Yeah. Also, um, every time that um, any renter uses um, pinata. Mm-hmm. Um, to pay their rent, um, we are donating one meal to homeless people. Wow, you guys yeah, are doing a lot. How long has this company been around is, for? It's just, it's just, it's just starting. Like, in um, the Pinata wants to, uh, the program is launching the rent relief, um, the COVID uh, nineteen rent relief thing is starting uh, next week. Is launching next week. Oh, so it hasn't started yet. Okay, so what's no. the day? It's starting. What day is that? Because we're going to be, this will be up next week. So. Oh, I don't uh, know what the exact date. Um, yeah, by the, by the time this comes. Yeah. Well, by the time this gets posted, I think that that program is going to be up. So that's basically, yeah. um, I just checked out the website. It's Pinata, it's Pinata hold on, spelled P-I-N-A-T-A dot A-I. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so the most important thing, like, cause I know swimming's, I'm not going to be swimming forever. Um, so I need something. It that, seems like you are, I mean, well, I mean you're like 110 and I still mean, swimming. Yeah, the way <laughs> this, this is going, I might, I might, exactly, <laughs> but um, I want to do something. I want to be with a company that like, I, I truly want to be with. Um, and I really believe in this company because not only like being a renter myself, I understand that how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then giving back is what really got me. Um, cause I love giving back. I love helping other people out and what they're doing is just amazing. So I'm very excited, um, to be with them. And yeah, so basically me being in quarantine, that's what I've been doing, like making phone calls and trying to help them out. Wow. And so what's your role with them? 
Are you like a spokesperson? I'm an ambassador. Yeah. An ambassador. Um, mm. Yeah. Sounds good um, to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, because after, like, this is going to be my job. Like, I'm going to, like, try to get landlords and other people using pinata. And I think this is going to go worldwide because it's the only platform of its kind. I was going to say, it's kind of like a no-brainer. I've actually never heard of basically why would someone not do it like if you're paying rent any if you're a renter and you're paying rent anyway why wouldn't you use something like this if it it only gives you a benefit yes exactly and it's going to be start where you use your phone you know if you go to starbucks and you had that little code you use that it's going to be start using that you have like a little pinata code and start using them there's your reward you get rewards like 15 dollars off bed bath and beyond or something like that it's this is a no-brainer and it's going to no-brainer. be it's going to be amazing. No, I love that. So that's basically yeah. is that your is that your main business um, project that you're working on right now or you're you're involved with or do you have anything um, other I have other ones um you ever heard of Spire Institute? No, who are they? Um it's this big um school um for sports in Cleveland. It's like the biggest, they have every kind of sport possible at top of the line. And I'm their like swim ambassador there because they have a swimming pool and it's, they want oh. me to like kind of like help out. Oh, and not sad. only is it just bringing people for like training and stuff like that. It's like, they're going to have dorms. They're going to have, they have a school. So kids are going to be going to school there and they can train. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just getting involved with that too. Um, other than that, um, just being a dad and trying to keep these kids not from going crazy. <laughs> I know. My gosh. It's like, and how old are your kids? You have a baby, I thought, right? Yes. I have a two, well, yeah, two and a half year old boy and a nine, 10 month girl. Oh my God. Is that, are you done now or do you want to have more kids? I mean, I guess I have no say. <laughs> yeah, basically that's true. Yeah, um, uh, but my wife, my wife, my wife keeps saying, "Oh, I want another one. I want another one." I was like, "Can I just please make it to the next Olympics, and then you can have as many kids as you want?" Right. Exactly. Because oh if I have God. another one, if I have another one before the next Olympics, I'm like, it's just too much for me. I want to be able to handle it. I mean, the fact that like you have two small ones like that, like you're in the, I mean, at that age, those kids, you're in the weeds at that age. I mean, it's hard. So that's what, that's what I was saying. Like the luxury of taking naps and everything. Yeah. I don't really get. No, you don't. Absolutely not. I mean, especially when now, when you guys are all stuck in the same small space, And kids yelling and crying. And I always say to my friends, like, they don't understand, like, single people who are with no kids or they don't understand how, like, what a luxury that is. The time, (laughs) time is a luxury. You know what I mean? You don't have that luxury when you're a parent because you don't have, like... You don't have the ability to be like, yeah, you know, I don't want to play with you right now. I don't want to feed you right now. You know, like, find something else. You know, you can't do that. So it's, it's super difficult and, oh man. So 
that's hard because you're so you so even now you say that you go like not right this minute but when you're training you're already training twice a day you're doing the morning the morning swim your your strength yeah. training and then you're going back to the pool like in the afternoon yeah. right so like you're really not like it's really more your wife that has to take on the the, the brunt of everything typically yeah well she um she takes on about three hours in the morning three to four hours in the morning um because my kid my boy my son goes to school so now he's going to school or yeah oh how lucky you are how did that happen how come you're the one well no not right now no 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 not right now i'm talking about like before this covid yes he was going to school so she didn't really have to worry about him because i always picked him up after my weights right i was able to pick him up um so all she had to do was take care of our daughter. Um, but so like three or four hours in the morning, she's with them and then I'm home and then it's, they like, they don't even want to be with her. They want to be with me because daddy's the fun, fun yes. man. And Trust me, I, I have the most too. energy and I can run around with them and stuff like that. So I do that. And then when I go to afternoon practice, well, now I don't have afternoon practice. I don't have swimming, so. Right, but but it's if just you basically when you do. Well, have if swimming. I did, yes. If I do, I go back to swim practice for three hours. So other day, it's like six hours that I'm not with them. Okay, that's not so. I mean, that's. I mean, no. that's just what you. That's how you're making your living, right? Like this yeah. is how. This is like so. Have you seen it? It's like, way better than going to a nine to five job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, have you seen though, like you said, like we're, we're joking and laughing, like how you're getting older, you're going to be like 110 in the pool. But, um, you said that your training, you know, your training is like super, like you're like on point right now. Like, do you feel like you're not slowing down in that way again? Like you feel like you're just as sharp and fast or are, are you as sharp and fast as you were back in 2004 or? So when, before this whole COVID before this night, whole thing happened, yeah, yeah, before this whole COVID nineteen happened, um, I was actually on point to um, go best time. Wow! I was seeing times in practice than I was seeing back when I was in two thousand twelve, like at my peak. So me and my coach, we were very excited on knowing what was going on. <laughs> or what was going to happen uh, for me this summer. So, I mean, we were definitely, we were so pumped and I was just ready mentally. But um, now that this all happened, it just makes me, I, gotta, I guess you got to think of the positive side that you have one more year of training to do under your belt. That means you have one more year of getting better, one more year of getting stronger. Um and just learning more about um, yourself and about swimming and making you a better person um, in and out of the swimming pool. So I think I'm even going to be even faster than I am what I think I am right now. I mean, that's a great, I mean, talk about resiliency and having a, a good and having a strong, positive mindset, you know? And I think that, I mean, that's amazing. Is there any, like, is there any kind of, who do you look to? Do you have any mentor or anyone that you help that help kind of guide you or help give you like that, like ammunition, or you just kind of get it from with, you've always had it from within to have that. I've always had it within, but I mean, it's always like my wife, 
or something, or even my son, sometimes he's like, you can do it, daddy. I'm like, fuck yes. Yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) So I think like little things like that, I have people like churning in. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's mostly comes from me. Well, I think that's amazing. I'm I'm rooting for you. I hope thank that you, it, thank you, thank you so. You're much. welcome. I know you're gonna win the either. You're gonna win the gold. I can feel it. I can feel yes, it. Yes, that's you what are, I like. That's what I are. like. You have one more year. <laughs> I, I I can feel it. I you know what? I'm and I I remember when I even saw you. I told you. I well, I I said when I saw you on that A Rod C NBC show. Yeah. I felt that you had like this like come back in you. I was I was rooting even before I even like spoke, spoke to you today and everything. I was like rooting for you. I've always yeah. been rooting for you cuz no, I just thank you. I appreciate it. It's true because I feel like you kind of like yeah, you fucked up and everyone fucks up and you know, move on. It's not like yeah. you killed somebody and it's not like you did. I mean, I just and I feel like you're a good guy and I'd like to see you win. Yes. Well, thank you so much and hopefully I do. Yeah, you will. Yes. I know you will. And you'll be coming back on the podcast and, you know, with another gold medal or. Yes. Yes. I wouldn't mind that at all. Yes, it's going to happen. Exactly. It's going to happen. So yes. um, where do people find you, Ryan, if they're more curious about hearing about you or we already told people about your new uh, business project, Pinata, which is the um, for renters and for landlords. Yes. How you- get those great rewards by paying rent when you pay rent what other what other ways we can find you as a as a person i mean you can honestly just follow me on all my socials just at ryan mati and i pretty much post a lot or my wife does she posts a lot about me on like what i'm doing and stuff what's your wife's name kayla kayla okay kayla yeah I think her handle is Kayla Reed. I think she has her last name as her um, handle. I don't know. All right. Well, in the meantime, we're going to tell people to look for you, Ryan. Yes. Yes. They can can find you on Instagram, Twitter. Are you on Twitter? Yes. Okay, good. So you can, yeah, find me. I'll be posting stuff about my life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Sounds good. Well, yes. thank you. You've been awesome. And I apologize for, I mean, for the technical, there's been a little bit of disruption, not just to you, Ryan, but in general. So people, if you're listening and you have had a little bit of like chaotic disruption with the technical issues, I'm sorry, but you know, this is what happens when we're doing everything through technology now. So. Yes. So you've been a great guest. Thank you for coming. Thank on Habit you. Console. Yes. Thank you for having me. And I'll, I'll speak, I'll be watching you and I'll be speaking to you soon. All right, you got it. Bye. Bye. Habits and hustle. Time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind. Don't stop. Keep it going. Habits and hustle from nothing into something. All out. Hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries. Tune in. You can get to know them. Be inspired. This is your moment. Excuses. We ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle podcast. Powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. 
I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.